When a person sees that he has so many problems, so there's nothing to be upset about. That's the purpose of being in this world, is to fix that. Thank you so much. The Yitzhahara, of course, twists that. And the Yitzhahara wants us to think that my challenges and my difficulties are there to push me away from Hashem and to push me away from myself, where it's the exact opposite. Is that my challenges and my difficulties are there to strengthen me and to help me understand myself better. And the more a person remembers that, every day we have to remind ourselves of something that is so simple that we know. Just the Yitzhahara makes us confused and he makes us forget about our purpose and he makes us forget what we want life to be. One of the things also that, that is, is vital, is vital to, to get the most out of life and to live the life that, that you are destined to live and that you can live is, is to find the good and to constantly see the Shefa to see the incredible Shefa and the beautiful things that we have, that we constantly have, to see all the blessings that we have in our life. And the Yitzhahara, of course, wants to pull us away from that as well. The Yitzhahara wants us to see what we're missing, as we always know from, from Esav. Esav, these parashas now, I think it's in this week's parsha where Yaakov Avinu says, Yeshli Kol, I have everything that I need. Everything that I need. And Asaph is the one who says, No, I don't have everything that I need. I'm missing this, I'm missing this, I'm missing that. And the more a person can learn, and the more a person can remind himself of all the beautiful things that he has, and he can remind himself that I actually have. Sha'asali Koltsarki means that everything that I have is exactly what I need. And if I'm having a difficulty with something, that's obviously exactly what I need. If I'm having things that are going well, whatever it is, that's what I need. And that a person realizes and recognizes every day, that's why we say, that Hashem gives me whatever challenge I might have, that's from Hashem. If a person doesn't have what it is that he thinks he needs, it's not true. Because if you needed it, you would have it. The fact that you don't have it, must be that you don't need it. Oh, does that mean that you can't daven to have something? Of course you could daven to have something. But you could also accept to say, Hashem, when you're ready to give it to me, you will give it to me. Right? That's the, uh, the thing we say, right? Just the chazer over. There are three answers that Hashem gives somebody when he prays, when he davens. We remember, we got them. Number one is, sure, no problem. Number two is, I need some time. And number three is, I got something better. So whatever it is, Hashem is there, ready to give you whatever it is that you need. Just sometimes Hashem says, okay, I got something better for you. I have something different for you. But the point is, when a person lives in the world of yeshli kol, when a person lives in the world of abundance, so then he's not jealous, he doesn't have a tsar ayin, he doesn't look at anybody negatively, because he doesn't need anything from anyone. He doesn't need someone to make him feel better. I've got to put him down to make me feel better. He's able to learn to make himself feel better. And he realizes that it's all within me to try and, and, and figure that out. It's all within me to try and see all the beauty that I have. Ben, you had something?
Um, no, it's just a question. Okay. You answered that. Okay, beautiful. Question, comments, and then we start the halacha. So that's why we learn the Hilchas Lashon Hara. The Hilchas Lashon Hara is, is there to remind us, to remind each and every one of us how much we have and how beautiful everything is. And when you, when you start living in that world, you start living in a different planet. You start living in a different world where everything is actually good. Everything's actually beautiful. It doesn't mean you don't have challenges, but you're even thankful for the challenges that you have. Okay. You ready for the halacha? Anybody? We're good? Comments? Questions? Yes. Rabbi Erbla. Beautiful. Talk about, talk about peace of mind, talk about serenity, talk about being happy with life, is realizing, and again, this is something that's so important. Thank you, Rabbi Erblich, it's something that's so important. It doesn't mean that everything is great. Authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes from your connection to reality. Even if that reality is a bad reality, even if that reality is a, let me say better, not a bad reality. Even if that reality is not the reality that you want. Even if that reality is not the reality that you want. When you are accepting it and you say, this is what I'm supposed to be dealing with. Most of the time what people struggle with is they're actually fighting, they're actually fighting their reality. And they're trying to fight their reality. And when you fight reality, you only lose 100% of the time. You lose 100% of the time when you fight reality. Because if you don't have a good relationship with your father, if you don't have a good relationship with your spouse even, you don't have a good relationship with, with somebody, that's the reality. The reality is I don't have a good relationship with them. Now, what do I do with that? Now, how do I change that? But as long as you're fighting your reality, you'll never be able to change it. You'll never be able to change anything. So the first step is for a person like Rabbi Erblich is saying, is, is <laughs> to try as best as you can to, I'm not gonna say accept it because accepting it is a high level. I'm gonna say, don't, well like you said, don't reject it, don't go against it. Don't go against it, which is very hard. You had a question, Meyer? Um, I think I missed something. Right. So the first, correct. So, so the first, the first step, the first step is to know your, you know, like I say, on a, on on ways, right? You need two things. On a GPS, you need two things. What do you need? You need current location. That's the first thing you need, right? If you put in a destination on your GPS on your ways, and you just put up your phone in Israel, and you haven't used your ways since you were in America, suddenly the roads are all going to say. American roads. That's not going to help you. You first need to know my location. Once I know my location, 
then I know, okay, do I make a left or do I make a right? If I don't have current location, I don't know if I make a left or I make a right. So when... That's current location. That's current location. Then I know a lot of times people, when they want to change and they want to get to a destination, a lot of times when a person wants to get to a destination, he's all confused. How do I get there? And the reason they, they're confused of how I get there is because they're not clear about where they are now. A lot of times that, that happens. Sula Mutzav Arza Verosho Magia Hashemaima is that concept. Is that you want to dream your dreams. You want to say, I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to live a certain life. I want to have a great relationship. Let's say a guy doesn't have a good relationship with one of his parents. And he says, I want to change that. First, you have to understand what it is that I don't have. What it is that I'm lacking in that relationship. Is it me? Is it him? How could I change that? What could I do? Etc. But I first have to accept it. When you're in denial, don't even notice I am lying, then you think, oh yeah. right? You speak to someone, it's all good. When someone says, oh, it's all good, it's all good. You're a liar. It's not all good. Why is it all good? It's not all good. It stinks. It's not all good. Things are great. No, things are not great. That's your current location, knowing that my current location could stink, but that's what I need to be. Yes, you did, yeah. Um, is it okay to exaggerate your reality that it's worse than it actually is to make you more desperate to get better? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I would need a live case for that. That's a, I, like, I like that question. I would need a... doesn't have to be now, what I'm saying. It would have to be a, a practical case. I, I'm leaning a little bit, leaning a little bit that a person can train himself to really, to really cognitively um, not like certain things. And he could sort of, you know, uh, look at things if, he's, if he wants to be on a diet. He could sort of train. It's one of the therapy. In therapy, I don't know what it, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know exactly what, 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 it, what it's called, but it's a uh, Type of therapy where they where they have you um, like uh, train your brain to be to, to be disgusted about something, and then when you associate right, what do commercials do? Commercials drink Coke, uh, beer. What's beer? Whenever you see a beer commercial, what is it? You see a lot of people having a good time. What does that do? So you associate beer right with uh, with uh, with Tyvis. Why do they put always put a Coke? With a, a beautiful person and, and blah, 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 on the beach and the why? What does that have to do with coke? When's the last time you had a coke on the on the beach like that? You know, it doesn't work like that. But the shot is, I associate. So when you have negative association, I'm not sure if that's what you're talking about, but that could yeah, it's very powerful. Sure, sure, it's very powerful. Yeah, that's a whole different question, but yeah, that's a good point. Did you? Yes, that would be Ben. Personally, 
I realized in life when I was younger, or even very recently, a lot of times my growth would stem from a place of disliking where I am. But then almost always, whenever I went through a growth spurt like that, I would burn out because it's not coming from a good source. Like if you would look at it like fuel, it's like cheaper wood that burns bright and quick. But instead, when my growth stems from a place of acceptance, where I'm holding is okay, but I want to be better, then usually that growth st goes for a lot longer. And it might be slower, but it's a lot longer in the long term. And then also, Rebs, I got a quick question. When you're talking about understanding where you are in your current location, how, am I, how much time am I meant to devote to that a day? Because every day I'm changing, every day I'm in a different location. So is that part of my espodidu, so meditation, should I apply it then? Where am I holding today? What's different? Or is it something that I reevaluate once every week? Or right, well, I would do once, once a week more, yeah. Then I do once, once every day? Not every day. Every day is too... Shifting. Yeah. Once a week, you, you sort of evaluate what are my goals for the week, what are my goals for the month you could do. Depends what your stamina, you could do goals for two weeks. Usually a week, usually they say weekly. Yeah, the night before you could say, this is where I'm at, there's what, what I... They always say your morning, the morning always begins at night. Your morning never starts in the morning. Your morning begins at night. When a guy goes to sleep, he knows if he's getting up in the morning and what time he's getting up in the morning. There no, there no, if you're waiting to make those decisions when your alarm clock goes off and you're tired, it's usually not going to happen properly. But if the night before you make up and you say, this night, tomorrow morning, I'm going to have this type of day, I'm going to get up, and this is what I'm going to do, that's also very important to do. It's very important to, to decide what my goals are for the day, what my goals are for the week. Yes, Shimon. Uh, just, uh, <clears throat> Who's the Rav of Rabzusha? Who's the Rabbi of Rabzusha? The Magid? The saying is that when a person is okay with whatever situation he's in and a person is working from whatever situation he's in, so what does it matter if it's a high, what does it matter if it's a low? Uh, I'm dealing with whatever it is that I need to be dealing with. Sha'asali called Sarki is that this is exactly what I need to be dealing with. It's exactly where I need to be to get to where I need to go. Okay, beautiful. And as we start off with purity of speech, purity of speech remember, is to change the way you look at things. It's not just the way you speak about things. The speech is already a manifestation and already the fruits of what's in your brain. So when a person looks and sees the beauty in other people, he sees the beauty in himself, so he will speak positively. Think good things will come out of his mouth. When a person is talking 
negative things, it means that he has negativity inside of him, and it means that, that I need to fix, I need to learn to think more positively. I need to learn how to think more positively. One of the ways, before we begin talking the halacha, one of the greatest ways for a person to learn to think positively is to either write down positive thoughts or to go ahead and learn to feed yourself positive thoughts. You're not going to learn to think positively by just thinking, okay, I hope I'll think positively. Your default is going to be negative thinking. That's your default. Your default will be negativity. And unless you actively put positive thoughts in your brain, unless you, unless you work on putting positive thinking in your brain, you will have negative thoughts in your brain. Anxiety, for example, if people suffer from anxiety, that comes from negative thinking. It comes from a person's subconscious negative thinking, just feeding and feeding and feeding negative things, ne- negative thoughts. And the more a person is able to learn, and it's something that you have to actively, proactively get involved with. If you're waiting for positive thoughts, you're going to keep on waiting for positive thoughts. You want to actively learn, because again, to uproot negative thinking is not something that's going to work. You're not going to uproot, right? A lot of people say, okay, I have a negative thought of some, somebody. I want to uproot that negative thought. That's not the way it works. You have to put positive thoughts on that person. If you have negative thinking about a certain person, instead of working on, oh, I don't want to look negatively at him, you can't have two thoughts at the same time. So what you want to do is you want to say, what could I find positive in that person? And you learn to think positive thoughts. What can I learn to say positive about myself? How can I learn to say positive things about myself every day as much as I can, which will change your life? Because your life are your thoughts. I know that sounds a little bit simple, but it's true. Your life are your thoughts. That's, that's what your life is. Your life is the way you, your perspective about things. Yes, Yosef. I just wanted to know how Rebbe personally, you know, we, I know we say that we have to bombard our brain with positive thinking and always. And I want to know how Rebbe, like, uh, like stays on the track with that. I know me personally, when people come and just tell me negative things, negative things, negative things, it deters me and I just, I just focus on the negative. And of course. I, know I come over to Rebbe, a lot of people come over to Rebbe and say problems, this and that. How does Rebbe just always stay positive? Right, so, uh, so, so, one of, so one of the things, it's a very good question. One of the things is that I'm aware that my default is negative. And I know how much I suffer when I don't do it. And I know when I'm, not, when I'm not bombarding myself with positive thinking, I know how much I suffer because of that. And I know how painful it is when I don't do it. And the more I, I have gratitude, the more I'm thankful, the more I see the good, the more I, I put more positive thinking into my head, so the more I become someone who's used to putting positive thinking in my head. It doesn't just happen. It's not something that just happens. That's probably the most important. Why do we do this every day? The reason we do this every day is because it needs to be done every day. 
The reason I wake up in the morning and, and try as best as I can to have positive thoughts is because I know that it changes my everything. I know it changes me, changes the way I relate to my wife, changes the way I relate to my children, changes the way that I look, excuse me, look at my relation with Hashem, with myself, with the yeshiva, with everything. So it's something that has to be done. You know, people think that it's a luxury to have positive thinking and to enjoy life. For me, it's not a luxury. It's not a luxury. It's, it's a necessity. It's a, it's a olive base. It's a, I'm not, right? You want to look at yourself in the mirror and say, is my home, when I build my home with my wife and my children, what is the energy in my home going to be? Are my children going to hear negative, negative? I told you guys this. Once, it used to be that I'd ask my kids at the supper table, okay, I want to hear five good things about your day and five negative things about your day. That's what I used to do for many, many years, right? Tell me five things that, you, that went well in school and five things that you didn't think went well in school. And it was great because it was an open discussion to, to the family and it was great. But then I'm like, why am I having my child or why are we talking about the five negative things that happen? Let's just go with what are the five positive things that happen. Why would I want to you know, bring, bring up that? And when you decide in your brain, and this is the key, and decide it now. Don't wait till you're married. Don't wait till after, after you're married because, because that's harder. I mean, that, then you'll have to practice it. Start now. If you say, I am committed to feed my brain on a daily basis with positive thinking, I'm going to learn to be the generator of positive thinking. Because Yosef, you're talking about people around you. You want it to be that I'm the generator. I'm the generator of positive thinking. I'm the generator of the love. I'm the generator of all those things. Then you're good to go. Then you fuel yourself. You literally fuel yourself. Okay, yes, Meyer. Wouldn't it be more, not limited, but is it more efficient to stay neutral? Just be like, okay, I've never heard of the negative thoughts, I'll disassociate myself, I'll do whatever I need, I need to do to like, not see the negative. And that's it, it's shown. Mm-hmm. I need to look mm-hmm. like positive. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of like faking myself yeah. out of time. Yeah. Or maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's either or. I think we've spoken about that. It's either or. There's no neutral. It's either... It's... It's... it's uh, if you don't... What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, you could be okay with things. We're talking about thoughts about, about, about your life. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm having a, a good morning. You don't have to. Yeah, but the more you do, right, right, right. It's not, it's not whether you have to, it's whether you want to. Someone who wants life. Do you want life? Do you want life? I want to know why I don't want it. It's because uh, it takes work. And it takes work. Because we're used to, we're used to, it's Mia Yisha Chavetz Chaim. You want to have a good life. You want to have a good life. The more you're in, tu- you're in touch with life, the more you're in touch with, with, what's, with reality. That's reality. The reality is there's constant Shefa. The reality is there's so much good. The reality is there's so much beauty. 
And when you tap into that, then you're, the more you tap into that, the more a person taps into all the beautiful things that he has, the more he's tapped into reality. Because that's the truth. The truth is, we are blessed beyond. The truth is, we have a limited time on this world. The truth is, we have so much blessing, and the more a person taps into that, the more he's tapped into reality. You're tapped into the truth. You're tapped into the fact that I'm so blessed to be healthy. I'm blessed to be in yeshiva. I'm blessed to be a Jew. I'm blessed to be learning Torah. I'm blessed to be in a base medrash. I'm blessed to be young. I'm blessed to be able to change myself. The more a person lives in that world, the more he's tapped into the truth. It's the truth. It's the MS. It's not... Yes, Yoni. I feel for him, Yeah. Um, if you stay neutral, then you're not really going anywhere. You're like, you're just like, not doing anything. You're not being as great as you can be. You're saying, okay, I'll just be neutral. Right. Thrive for something much bigger so then right. get there. Yeah, 100%. I don't even think you could stay neutral. It's like, yeah. a, I'm saying, you'll, uh, the default is negativity. Negativity is very strong. Yetzirah is very, very strong on a person. You have to fight against it. Yes. You always say that life's in uphill battles. Right. You're subconscious, you're going to have a thought either way. It's not going to be loose. Correct. Correct. It's like, I don't feel as much about this. You might say it, but the subconscious is going to tell you, like, no, with this or not. You're going to be negative about it. Right. Correct. 100%. 100%. Yeah, Schleiming. Correct. Right. If you what? If you focus on, like, not negative, you're just giving more attention. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. Yes. It's just fun. But I'm not going to speak for everyone, for myself. I believe I am what I eat. I'm a homer, that means I am what I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not possible. Beautiful, beautiful. It's true. Beautiful. Yeah, it's true. Correct. It's even more important. It's more important the way you think. That's even stronger because the way you think, the way like you like, <laughs> is the way you eat, and it's the way you do everything. It's the way you do everything. Beautiful, though. Yeah, Rabbi Tzvi. No, I was just gonna say some Dolby's whipped cream. <laughs> that what? No, it's like the way I eat is who I am or something. That's what I was thinking. But I was just saying, it's thinking about positivity, which I always say. The last thing I got home, and I was just going through emotional stuff, and my wife's like, take a paper, write 10 things. And I was like, and I'm like, now nah, you do that. <laughs> She's like, no, sit down. And uh, I wrote 10 things, which felt good, and then she's like, can you write another five? And I said, nope. And that was it. But you got it. I, I, I want to say something that's so, yeah, Moshe. And then, go ahead. Yes. Beautiful. Very nice. Beautiful. Okay. I, I want to say something that, that I think is very, very important, and then we're going to do the halacha. I think that people associate positive thinking with like like with something that's again to say a luxury they think that like okay it's a nice thing 
You know, like what Rabbi Tzvi is saying, just to give a little musr, like, okay, uh, I'll do it. Like, you're forcing me to do it. People don't realize that, that when you live in the world of gratitude, and you live in the world of, of really thinking positively, you are, diff- you are living a different life. You're living a life. It's like the person who doesn't talk Lashon Hara is living a different life than the person who does speak Lashon Hara. The person who looks at things in a negative way is lo- living a different life than somebody who's focused on the positive. So it's not about, oh, try it. It's not about a nice exercise. It's not like a cute thing for a person to do. It changes your entire life when you begin to control your thoughts and when you begin to realize that my thinking is what helps my emotions. My thinking is what controls my emotions. If you're feeling sad, it means that you're thinking sad thoughts. If you are feeling happy, it means you're feeding yourself with positive thoughts. When you are looking at a situation and it makes you nervous and you have anxiety, it means you're feeding yourself negative thoughts. And the more a person can get up in control of that, let me say a better word, the, more, the quicker a person can understand that I am the one who can, who can feed myself the thoughts that I want to, then you can live the life that you want to. When you begin to realize that I can go ahead and I can feed myself the thoughts that this is a beautiful situation, this is a beautiful person. When you have a problem with your roommate, you have a problem with your, with your parent, you have a problem with your spouse, with your child, whoever it might be, and you make and you decide that I'm going to see the good, I'm going to have positive thoughts about that person, guaranteed, I give you a week, I give you two weeks, you will begin to have a different relationship with the person. Because the relationship that you have with the person that might be a terrible relationship is based on the thoughts that you have towards the person. Okay, let's learn a little or question, comment on that. Let's learn a little halacha. We're already, wow, Baruch Hashem. 30 minutes talking about positivity. That in itself is a, is a beautiful thing to talk about this. Because you want to, again, like Yosef was saying, you want to, I'm just telling you, you want to spend time learning how to be positive. Because you go ahead and you do that, the rest of your day is a different day. Yes, you did you. Um, there's this person I used to know that whenever I would tell him about a resentment I had against the person, it would make me pray for the person. Wow. And in the beginning, I hated the man right. because... Like, well, I'm not going to pray for somebody I hate, but then after a long time, I started to slowly realize how much once I pray for a person, how much I really just wanted them to do well also. And they really just changed their life and went to the Wow. Wow. I, I, so first of all, wow to you, Yadidya. I'm, I'm amazing. And, and what Yadidya is saying is, is, is exactly what, I, what I'm saying. It's exactly the point. You can have someone who's, and you know who did that? You know where that comes from? From David Amelis. David Amelis. That's where it comes from. David Amelis comes from David because David Amelis used to pray for his enemies. He used to pray for his enemies. What, what does that mean? Literally that. Because what happens is you shift. You shift from I hate him to I'm giving to him. 
and, and I'm, I'm giving to him one of the most powerful things in the world, which is prayer. So, so that automatically changes your perspective. Incredible, 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 incredible. Okay, let's learn the halacha. Page 141, day 53. Listen to, listen to what, what he says. Listen to the Chavetz Chaim, Hilchas Lashon Hara. Is that what we're up to? Page 141? To one spouse. Some people think that it is okay for a husband and wife to have free-ranging conversations. False. The Isra of Lashon Hara applies even between husband and wife. If either spouse wants to discuss negative information for a constructive purpose, all rules of constructive purposes must be met. Also, if one is emotionally hurt, then he may share his feelings with his spouse or friend. For example, you are a teacher and one of the principals in your school insulted you. You may tell your spouse or your friend about it so that she can help you deal with the situation with the following conditions. Number one, if possible, try not to reveal the name of the person who hurt you. That's number one. Number two, if possible, try to tell only one friend about it so he or she can make you feel better as opposed to sitting around talking about it. You go over to one friend, help me with it. You have no right telling a few people about it, thereby spreading negative information about your principle. Number three, this is very important also. The person who you're unburdening to must be someone who is careful in Hilchus Lashon Hara, and preferably the type who will help you view your boss in a positive light. Don't choose someone who will make you feel even more angry. Such a person might even tell you, oh, how disgusting. I always knew your boss was nasty. How could she have said such a thing? Hilchus Lashon Hara Ches Yud. Incredible. Um, yes. Yes. Like, yes. Like, wow, that's really annoying. So yes. Like, it's not like a negative life, but right. it's not like a positive. Right. So, 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 so a very good Moshe. I was going to say that as well. There's, of course, you you want to, of course, you want to show empathy. Of course, you want to listen to what the person is saying, and at the right time, you could reframe it for the person. But the point is, what is my goal? Empathy does not mean that I agree with you. Empathy does not mean that, yeah, 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 your boss is terrible and I knew he was terrible. Empathy is, wow, it sounds like your boss really hurt your feelings. It sounds like you're really upset at him. It's more understanding the other person. And then you could sort of help the person once they feel your empathy and once they feel your validation, then you can say, okay. What do you, I don't know if you want to ask the question, but you could say, okay, what do you want to do about it? Does, you that, want to, does that have to end like that, or just need a personal thing? Right, just to vent, 100%. Even help. 100%, yes. Sometimes just venting, sometimes just venting is also very good, correct. But, but you want the receiver to be someone who's definitely not going to, you know, egg you on in the negativity. Say, yeah, uh, that's terrible, it must be so hurtful for you, wow, that's very hard. As opposed to putting it on the person who hurt you. Oh, bad boss, bad this. Oh, you were hurt by that person. Beautiful, yes. 
Go, go, go. Uh, many times they'll have the keyboard of the therapy in the beginning of the parents always, like many times the parents are complaining, they say, my son comes to see a therapist and the therapist is agreeing with him that there's like the, that I'm a bad parent. And it's really what all the therapists are just saying is like, yeah, I can see how that's really difficult for them. Or you can tell somebody like, to change the mindset and say that, no, they're really just good people. You have to first like say that I'm sure that like, I can see how you like you have to get in their corner and bring them into your corner. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. Shkoi a spinning fire as usual. Yeah, Shimo. What happens if, like, sometimes I'm uh, angry and I want the person that I'm speaking to be like, yeah, you're right, you do have a, not, not to validate, but him validating the anger adds more of uh, what to the point of anger. Correct. So, like, you said it's okay. Oh, well, 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 I think if someone listens to the angry person, that already will calm him down. To start getting angry, anger feeds anger. Anger builds anger. Someone says, yeah, yeah, you have a right to get angry. That gets you more angry. It's like, oh, wow, you're hurt. Anger, anger, we've spoken about this a few times. Anger and sadness are, are brothers. Anger and sadness are brothers. Anger is the loud brother, and sadness is the quiet brother. Which basically means a sad person is angry, and he brings his anger inside. The sad person is angry and he has his sadness outside. They're, they're twins, we'll call it. So the more a person understands that, so Shimo, when a person, let's say, is venting and someone is validating him, so then his anger sometimes turns into sadness. Turns into, okay, whoa, you know, sadness, and then he can deal with it more. Does anger need to be attached to sadness? Yes. Sometimes I'm angry and sometimes I'm just angry. Right. Well, uh, if you if you yeah, there's there is a sadness. They're, they're very connected. Is it a sadness attached to Gaiva? Yeah, that for sure. Of course, of course. kilo All that. It's all all comes from ego. Ego is of course. The less ego, the less you're going to be upset about anything. Of course, but that's okay. We all have ego. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Yeah, Shimon. Beautiful Shimon. Correct. Oh, how beautiful it is to spend our time together. How beautiful it is to talk about these things, to talk about how we could change, how we could grow. This is the essence of life. This is what life is about. Life is about understanding yourself. Life is about changing Life is about growing. Life is about learning how to, be, how to be more positive. Life is about all of the things that we're talking about. Life is about learning how to not talk Lashon Hara. Life is about appreciating life, realizing how blessed we are. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be zochen not to speak any Lashon Hara, to be able to see the good in others, to be able to see the good in ourselves today and every day. Amen. 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 Okay, let's learn a few minutes of Masil Sisharim just to talk out as we're finishing up Perek Dalid and the Masil Sisharim after he brought the three reasons why a person will be motivated to change. He talks about Rachamim. He talks about the mercy 
that Hashem has for each and every one of us and talk about being grateful. He says there are three main things that Hashem does that is so thankful, that we have to be so thankful for. Number one, what does he say? The way it's supposed to be is if you rebel and you do something wrong against the king, you do wrong against God, then right away, immediately, you're, you're, you're punished. It makes sense. You can't go ahead and use the power that Hashem gives you in your hand, in your eyes, in your ears, in your body, and to go against Hashem. But what does Hashem do? He says, I'm going to have patience. Number two, when Hashem has to pay you back or has to pay you for whatever it is that you've done, He doesn't pay strong. He doesn't go ahead and punish a person very strong. He, he has mercy on a person. Number three is you can do teshuva. Number three is a person can change his ways. So number one, Hashem has patience with us. A person can go ahead, right? That's where many people say, oh, oh, lightning didn't strike me when I did this thing wrong. Oh, I could go ahead and do this thing wrong and Hashem uh, didn't do anything. So it's a proof that, what? Know what it's a proof? It's a proof that Hashem has patience. And Hashem doesn't right away go ahead and you do something wrong. He strikes you down. A person has a lot of, of time that Hashem gives him to go ahead and improve. And Hashem has mercy on all of us. If a person would think about all the things that he's done and his past and all the things that a person could have, could have been you know, uh, punished for. And then Hashem says, don't worry. I'm giving you time. I'm giving you time. I want you to go ahead and do teshuva. That's one of the biggest blessings that a person has. Yes. Yes, he says that at the end. Very good, Yadidya. He says that that's part of tshuva is feeling bad for what you did. Correct. And that is din. But the point is, very good, Yadidya. The point is, is that when a person realizes that Hashem gives you opportunity, the reason Hashem has patience with us is not because Hashem is letting us do whatever we want to do. The reason Hashem is having patience with us is because He wants us to be able to grow and to change and recognize the things that we've done wrong. He doesn't want it to be that I do something wrong and right away I get hit. He doesn't want it to be that way. He wants us to be able to have an opportunity to change. And sometimes a person needs more time. And he says another thing over here. He says there are four things that a person has to do in order to recognize the things that he's done wrong. And we'll end off with this. He says, number one, you have to recognize what it is that you're doing wrong. So sometimes Hashem gives you time and He says, recognize what you're doing wrong. Number two, He says, to admit that I've done this thing wrong. First, I have to recognize that I've done wrong. Number two is, I admit it. I admit that I'm not the best at this and I've messed up. Number three, and this is very key, a lot of times we miss this, which means you have to process the thing that you did wrong. Sometimes we do things wrong and we just repeat it. And we constantly repeat it. And the Masil Sharm tells us the reason we repeat it is because I haven't processed properly 
why it is that I'm doing this thing wrong, what's so wrong about it, and how I could change it. So the third thing is you're misboning, which is to process. Otherwise, what we do is, oh, I feel guilty, I feel bad, I want to change it, I want to change it. I'm not processing, I'm not letting myself understand what it is that I'm doing wrong. That's number three. And the fourth thing, which usually follows number three, is your mischarate shavu mischarzalav charata gemura. What happens is, is that people skip to regret right away. Oh, I regret it. And then what happens? You continue doing it. No, because you miss step number three. Number one is, I recognize that I do this thing wrong. That's why it's so important to learn from other people. That's why it's so important for someone to say, you know what, this is your problem. This is your problem. I recognize that I have this problem. Number two, you say yes. And sometimes it's the hardest thing for a person to say, to say, yes, I admit I have this problem. That's the first step, I have this problem. The second thing is processing. I'm sorry, the third thing is I'm processing. The process is why do I go through this problem? Why have I had this problem? And what happens is you'll see this. You guys are younger. You're gonna get to be 30, 40, 50 years old and you might have still problems, I know for myself. I still have things that bother me about myself that I've bothered me since I'm your age. So what's the shot? The shot is, is that I'm missing one of these steps. I'm missing one of these steps. Either I don't admit that I have the problem, either I don't really recognize the problem, but most probably is not to process and not to really understand yourself and understand why do I keep on doing this thing? Why do I keep on falling in this hole? Why do I keep on doing this? And then comes regret. Then you really regret it. And once you regret it, like you did, you were saying, once you truly regret it, you'll never do it anymore. <coughs> you'll never do it again when you truly regret it. Otherwise, yes, fancy. Uh, um, step, step two is a stronger, step one is I have this problem, right? Number two is to admit, to admit it, to say it. When you know you're wrong, you can know you're wrong. To say the person, to the person who you wronged, to say, I am sorry that I did this thing wrong, is much deeper. It's already getting into the level of process. To go ahead and to apologize to someone and to say, I am so sorry that what I did was wrong is much more powerful than knowing that I did something wrong. When you talk it out, when you admit it, when you say it to someone, it's much more powerful. Yeah? Which is part of them. The next thing is, why do I do this? Why do I keep on doing this? And if you're missing one of these things, you're missing the ability to change what it is that you want to change. If you're missing one of these things, most of the times we don't acknowledge that I have this problem or it's in my head. I know I have this problem. You say it to yourself hundreds of times, I got this problem, I have this problem. I but go speak to somebody. Go go to somebody. You know I have this problem. That's the beginning of processing it. You start saying, right? Bensi, last night, why'd you have to, you knew everything that you said. What did it do for you to talk out loud for 20 minutes, however long you spoke beautifully last night? Bensi, what did that do for you? It helped you process it. It makes it more into a reality. And now you can process it even more. Yes, Yosef. Um, I know we're not, but it's like 
Chupa that there are 50 gates, 50 ways we can go, and we have to like dive into find the correct Chupa for us. And like, I think that's like what we're going to be saying, like recognizing like, we're doing the right one. We're doing a Chupa of another guy, and that's not necessarily you. And like Rabbi said there that the last gate, the 50th gate, is Hashem himself to be awful doing the Chupa. I don't know what that means, but that Hashem himself is doing to it. So even once you even once you find your correct gate, your right letter of what your true is, you still have to like dive in that, you know, Hashem himself does it. I don't know <coughs> Yeah, amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. 100%. 100%. 100%. Okay. This is what it's all about, everyone. Life, life today is, is about living today and learning to understand yourself, learning to understand what your strengths are, learning to understand what your weaknesses are. And, and I think what's very important, as the Nasil Sharma is saying, is to really, really identify, identify clearly what it is that you need and you want to work on. Once you clarify, clarity is power. Clarity is happiness. Once you have clarity, and you say, this is the problem. And you speak to somebody. And you say, this is my problem. And you understand, you know what? I've had this problem since I'm 10 years old. You know what? I've had this insecurity since I'm a little kid. You know what? I've had this problem because problems don't just come up. What happens is, is that we have our problems and we bring our problems to whatever situation we are in. So when you're married, you're going to have the same problems that you had when you weren't married. Just it's going to manifest itself in marriage. When you're going to have children, nothing's going to change that you had children. What's going to happen is it's going to bring out the problems that you have inside of yourself already. These are problems that you have inside of yourself. So the quicker a person, as Rabbi Yisrael Salanta says, how could it be a person live 70 years? And he doesn't know himself. He doesn't know himself. How could it be? So our avoda, our purpose, Adam la'amul yulad, a person is put in this world to understand himself, to know himself. And the reason you're there to know yourself is so you could fix yourself, so you could change yourself, so you can understand yourself. Yes, Yoni? I know in the Word, the only way to process anything is to have clarity of what you want to do. Correct. You can't process anything. Right. Yeah. Correct. You have to have your mission. Right. You have to know what you want to do, and then you can process. Then you can process. process. Correct. Beautiful. Okay, Hashem will help. What? Say, say it louder. Said so our word in order to process something, you gotta be clear of what you want to do. Else you won't. You'll be lost. You can't do anything. Correct. You're not going anywhere. Correct. Beautiful. Good. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's be. Oh yes, Rav Bitzal.
Skype, and as much as I heard from Steve, but actually kind of really allows the process for you to now want to step three and to work on it. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I always, I, I like, I like what you're saying. I, I said that's maybe the shot once why a Baal Tshuva is called a Baal Tshuva because he's an owner. For the first thing is you have to be an owner, like you're saying, on the problem. You have to own the problem and say, and that's what most of us are afraid to do, like Rupitzal is saying. We don't want to own our problem because it's painful. But the irony is, the quicker you own your problem, the quicker you're able to change whatever problem that you have. And there's nothing to be afraid of that you have problems. There's nothing, as I always say, you know, the guy's dating the girl and she has a thousand problems. That's not, that's not a problem as long as she's working on herself. As opposed to someone who's dating a girl and she has three problems, but she's not working on herself. Then you're in big, big problem. You're in big, big trouble. Because you're always, people are always gonna have problems. The difference is someone who takes ownership and someone who takes, uh, who leads. Did you, you wanted to say something about Someone who, who takes uh, ownership of whatever it is that he's dealing with and, and, and accepts it and understands it that's the person who will eventually be able to fix whatever problems he has. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Amazing. As the weeks keep on moving ahead, Hashem will help each and every one of us not to worry about your past. Don't worry about your past. Create, as Rapsim Karaba says, create the, create the day that you want to have. As Yoni was saying, you want to get somewhere, figure out where do I want to get today. What are my goals today? What are my goals for the week? And how am I going to get there? Because you are the owner of your life. You are the captain of your ship. You are the one who decides how you want to live your life. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, too. Have an amazing day.